All right. Good day. How are you, my friends? Today is Friday, October 16, 2020. And we got, what, 18 days to election day. Things are getting a lot of pressure. A lot of money is being spent on advertisement, on October uh, surprises. That uh, idiot, uh, what's his name, Giuliani, got some fake... Um, Fake emails, put them on the New York Post, but nobody will carry them. Now they feel bad, and they waited. I don't understand. Nobody believes in this October surprises no more because we already have a president where every day is an October surprise with him when he lies. And man, this man is disgusting, man. I'm sorry. I, even if you support him or anything like that, he's a disgusting individual. He lies without any shame. He has no shame. You know what uh, Trump lacks? Sincerity. You know what he's sincere? He is not a sincere individual. Anything goes, as long as it's good for Trump, I don't care about everybody else. Anyway, the latest news, you remember uh, John Kelly, he used to be the, his um, Shiva staff. He was a general in the army, and he stood with him two years, and he knew what was going on, and he kept his mouth shut. Now he's whispering to his friend, the latest they say, former White House, John Kelly has told friends, this is today, friends about Trump, the depth of his Dishonesty is just astounding to me. The dishonesty, the transactional nature of every every relationship, though it's more pathetic than anything else, he is the most flawed person I have ever met in my life. I call it bullshit. I know it's all true, but why are you whispering it to your friends? Why don't you tell the American people? You have that obligation, man. You can't be telling people to uh, things in secret so they could uh, uh, leak it to the press. No, man, man up. You're a general. You used to be in the army. You used to be uh, a leader. Man up and speak up. Let the people know what you think. Don't talk behind the man's back. You know? We all know that everything is true, but we need to hear it from you, man. Many of these people are uh, complicit. Even the pundits that come on TV every night on MSNBC or uh, CNN or Fox News, they all have written books. It's all about the money. Don't believe them. This class of uh, uh, political pundits and people, President Trump has been a, a bonanza for them. He has been a profit-making machine, especially for the... For the media industrial industrial complex, you know the media has a has a stake in this skin in this game. The media has experienced, especially these uh, cable networks, one of the greatest ratings they ever had in maybe 20, 30 years. Trump gives them contact every night, content every night. This, uh, he said this, he said that. Oh, the outrage, the fake outrage I have, you know. In the, when uh, Chris Cuomo goes on, oh, look what he said. He's crazy. Bullshit. CNN made a billion dollars in 2019 on profits. MSNBC has record viewership they haven't seen since they've been uh, founded. <clears throat> Fox News has tens of millions of viewers every night. Even the comedians, the late nights, everybody's making money off Trump. Every single person, every time I've been watching, uh, I've been following, you know, like MSNBC and I've been, uh, and CNN a lot. I don't watch Fox because Fox is disgusting, man. Fox is like a state uh, TV. They remind me of the Egyptian TV. 
since I have experience with international TV, uh, dictatorship TV, state TVs, they're the same thing. I don't like that. They have no sense of decency. They don't. They don't hide it. At least they don't hide though. The, but every single person has it in a book. Fight and ferry. Enraged. Disloyal. These are the title of these books. Everything Trump touches dies. It's all about the money. They write books and that's it. They don't care about the country. Nobody cares about the country. Look what happened this week. They had two town halls at the same night with two different channels and uh, two different presidential uh, 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 candidates. ABC had had uh, Biden scheduled on Thursday, yesterday. And what does MS, what does NBC does? It gives all its platforms from uh, NBC, MSNBC, CBS, uh, what the other? The CBS, whatever the CBC, uh, the, the the stock market channel or the financial channel, the, the Telemando. They gave every platform when at the same night. So uh, at the TV, competing for ratings, or are they giving us information? They could have waited until Saturday or Friday. And give everybody an opportunity. Let's say I, I'm a uh, Joe Biden supporter. I want to hear what Trump has to say. I know it's a lie, but why would you put him at the same time, same night, same uh, same night against each other? I don't have the opportunity to listen to Trump, and the Trump supporters don't have the opportunity to listen to uh, Joe Biden. These scumbags, the media, the money-hugging scumbags in the media, Complex are uh, doing this on purpose. They are after money and ratings. They don't care. Don't believe that uh, uh, racial metal bullshit all night and uh, uh, Don Lemon, all that stuff uh, all night. You see what happened? Uh, NBC went right with the money. And after all that, listen, they gave Trump all these platforms, all these NBC uh, uh, channels, and he only came out to 12, 13 million viewers. And uh, Joe Biden got 14 point change in viewers. He beat him with one channel. Now, let's say if those 25 million could have got together and watched Biden. Then on Saturday, the 25 million could have got together and watched Trump. Let us hear both. Give us, uh, give them the opportunity to hear everybody. Isn't that fair? Anyway, let's, let's uh, plot on. Let's, let's move on. There are many things we want to discuss. Let me see what we have here. Oh, the second thing. You remember when, um, you know what Q, Q, Q9 is? I don't know what the hell is that Q9. It's a conspiracy about uh, pedophilia. There's, a, there's a, a group of people who are trafficking in children, and they are all, and they're all politicians, and, and the save of the day, Donald Trump is fighting them left and right to save the kids. Oh, bullshit. So they put a conspiracy tweet. Remember the SEAL Team, the SEAL, uh, SEAL team 6 that killed Osama bin Laden in Afghanistan? After they killed him, after I think a couple of months of that, they had an accident where 15 of them died. 38 Americans died in this helicopter accident and, uh, and the majority of the SEAL team died, Team 6. Now, some people could say maybe it wasn't true. They just did that so the terrorists won't come looking for them. They told them they all died and sent everybody home. And they probably died. God bless their soul. They are American heroes. 
But the issue here, the conspiracy idiots are saying, the Q9s are saying that the government of Joe Biden and Obama intentionally did not kill Osama bin Laden. And Osama bin Laden is a good guy. Look at this. And they killed, because uh, they lied that they killed him. They had to kill uh, team uh, SEAL Team 6 to cover up the lie that they didn't kill Osama bin Laden. It's not any such idiotic behavior. It's a stupidness, man. There's a lot of people who believe in that. That's what's scary about it. You could meet somebody in the street, and if you talk about it, he might kill you. You go, oh, yeah, you're on their side? Are you the lizard people? These are people who uh, have lost their, all their minds. There's no such things. I know government does a lot of things, but uh, I don't think they're going to kill our own troops. I don't even want to go through it and keep on repeating it because it does not make any sense. Anyway, if you saw last night on Thursday, the town hall, me, uh, the town hall for Trump, everything is a lie. They found thousands of thousands of my ballots in the garbage. Nobody had that. Nobody found it. It was seven. It was ten ballots that were found someplace in Pennsylvania. Seven were in Trump and three were Biden. I don't know what happened. There was no thousands. This is idiotic behavior. This president, man, is embarrassing us all over the world. The problem is I know many people in the United States have not traveled outside the United States. I have traveled, and I know people, you know, in all continents, in Europe, in the Middle East, and all over, and I talk with them. They say, what the hell is going on over there? I say, I don't know. I know what's going on. We got a, a, a maniac in the White House who, who, who's nuts. Who cares about ratings and looks and uh, pageantry? And he didn't even get that. But you have this class of politician, educated class of politician, who are um, enabling him, are complicit in his behavior. They don't tell him, "Whoop, stop." I bet you, if the Mitch McConnell of the Senate one day said, "Listen, we got to have a meeting, Trump," they sit him down. Listen. Uh, we're tired of your bullshit. You're giving, either you're going to lead and become a president, or we're going to get you out of here. Uh, all this division, all this stuff, we don't need it. Yes, we need to compete as a political parties, but not destroy our country. So this conversation is between us. You get your act together, or you hit the road, Jack. Very easy. Very, very, very easy to do and, and done. But no, we have to deal with this for the last almost four years. Every day is a different headline. Every day, the troops, this, the gold star family, um, that he doesn't pay taxes, um, the porn stars, everything. Everything. This man has desecrated the presidency of the United States and defecated all over the awful office with his stupidness and his cowardice and his corrupt behavior. That's right, I could say it. You know, when he first became president, I knew who he was. Because, you know, I'm from New York. I told you, like, uh, before. But we know who he is from New York. He's a clown. We all know. He's a guy who's called, um, what's that guy, the radio jockey. What's his name? The hell his name is? I forgot. God damn, I can't remember the thing. Anyway, he's called the, the, the radio jockeys in the morning and say stupid stuff that he's attracted to his daughter. And they asked him, uh, how are you doing? He said, my Vietnam was... He didn't catch STD uh, diseases. That was, his, that was his personal Vietnam. But, you know, he never served in Vietnam. But we all know. But we thought, listen, eh? 
He's going to be a president. Okay, he won. We didn't support him, many of us, but he's the president. So it took me two years to debate myself. Should I call him the pre- when I write on Twitter? Should I write the President Trump or just Trump? Is it disrespectful? Am I being no good? Am I not being a patriot? Then I dropped it after like six months. I said, no, I'm not going to call this guy President. I'm going to call him Trump. Now I'm calling him Clown Trump. Trump the Clown. Now I'm cursing him out. That's it. The, you know, enough is enough, man. We don't have no time for this idiotic behavior. We are Americans. We don't need that. I hope you're not getting on board with my uh, babbling, blah, 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 stuff. But I, I'm, I'm learning. I want you to listen to me and help me out and, and teach me. Because uh, when you watch CNN, MSNBC, they write things for them and they have an agenda. I have no agenda. My agenda is I'm an American citizen. I love my country. And what I see going on is not right. And I tell everyone, go out and vote. Republicans, independents, Democrats, just vote. I don't care who you vote for. Just come out and vote. We want to hear everybody. If we could get 150 million Americans to vote, even if President Trump went, we'll respect that. If those people wanted this guy back for another four years, then they could have him. We'll just sit and watch and let it burn down. If not, we could defeat him in a, a landslide and defeat the obstructionists of uh, Mitch, Mitch McConnell and his Senate obstructionists and get him out of there and get some real uh, patriot Republicans who believe in the Republican creed of uh, of conservatism, uh, America first, of uh, defending America's uh, security, uh, America's, pre- America's prestige. Not these. Jim Jordan was a gym uh, coach in the university, at the Penn State University. And about 150 kids got raped and molested on the wrestling team while he was an assistant coach by the doctor, and he never knew anything. How the hell can you not know what was going on in the, in the locker rooms for those years? You always see him when he's on TV. He's always wearing, he doesn't wear a jacket. Because he got used to it. Because he knew if he went back to the locker room, he will see what was going on. So he just used to leave without his jacket. I know that's, I mean, it's a habit. He's an idiot. They're all idiots. Oh, the Cranshaw, the guy from Texas with the patch eye. Come on, man. Go get a glass eye and get rid of it, man. Stop trying to be look mystique and all this. Ooh, look at him with the patch eye. And get a glass eye and that's it and behave yourself, man. Get the hell out of my face, man. If not, we can start a uh, GoFundMe and get you a glass eye. Anyway, uh, I, de- I decided to add what is weird but true, like a segment. Weird but true in London, you know, they have a rat. This rat smells landmines that, that don't explode, and they give him the gold medal. This is what they wrote. London, they get a bad rap, especially for being dirty. But one rat redeemed his species on Friday, becoming the first rodent to receive a gold medal for his work in sniffing out unexploded landmines and saving countless lives in Cambodia. In Cambodia? What the hell it is? That, that's in, give me a second. That's interesting, right? Now, this rat is trained to uh, smell landmines. Yeah, to smell landmines in uh, all over the world before they explode and they save lives. See how it shows you how intelligent our uh, scientists or our people in, in helping people, you know, in, in teaching animals to sniff out bombs and drugs. Not even a rat could sniff these. 
That rat has contributed more to the security of America than Donald Trump as president. I could tell you that for a fact. He's probably more patriot than Donald Trump. Another crazy but weird thing in Bangkok. Now, you see how in the, in the United States, when we put a review on Yelp, like, let's say I eat in a restaurant and the, the forks are old or dirty or scratched. I hate that. When I eat in restaurants, I always pay attention to the spoon of forks and knives. See if they've been scratched a lot. I mean, they've been there for years. I won't eat there. That, you know, I just get disgusted. So you you leave a review. Well, I mean, everything was good, but this and that. You know, a bad review. Give me one star. Well, in Bangkok, uh, Thailand, uh, they had a guy, uh, an American, had an argument with the hotel over sixteen dollars, and he wrote the he wrote a a rating on Google or whatever. Uh, that uh, they had bad service, whatever, and, and you know they they had him arrested. He was arre- he was arrested for two days in jail in in Bangkok for putting a bad review on the hotel. Now they're negotiating how much he's going to pay. He might pay three thousand two hundred dollars as a a penalty, or to go to jail for up to five years. Uh, they don't play around there. So that means uh, if you have bad service, you can't say. I mean, this is weird. We as Americans should enjoy our freedom to say whatever we want, when we want to, and how we want it, as long as we don't hurt people. Uh, America is the beacon of freedom. The United States is the beacon of freedom, and we should keep it that way. Our freedom is under danger from within, from, a, from the political parties who are eating at each other, not serving the people, and eroding the trust between the citizens, and creating tribalism between Red states, blue state, blue state, red state. Uh, it's an idiotic behavior. The, this thing will not help the United States uh, continue to grow as a, a uni- as a unified country. And we should, as American, uh, not believe the media or what we hear or the politicians. We could disagree on everything we want, but we should agree on one thing, that we are Americans and we love our country. And that comes first. Everything else is negotiable, right or wrong, and we should be like that. Uh, when I when I view people, especially from the red states, I hate to say that word. I'm looking at the red states; they have the poverty stricken. They always last in education, economic uh, income, uh, in healthcare. I'm telling you, man, go look at Appalachia. You see these people living in shanky towns, man. You look like you're in South Africa during the 1980s. These are Americans. They have no teeth. They live in. They're dirty and, and and they're poor. And you know what? They'll go right there and vote Republican. They don't care. Well, we hate that D. That D is dirty. Me and my pappy, we've been living here for these years, for centuries. Man, forget about what you've been living for centuries. You need to live. <clears throat> we should guarantee you the right to have a good, secure job. The United States government should secure and and provide and guarantee these people good jobs and lift them up from poverty and let them live as human beings, not forgotten people in, in, in uh, obscure towns or, or villages or mountains, whatever they are. These are Americans who are suffering, who are living under the poverty line, who depend on government for handouts such as Social Security or whatever, or disability. We need to help these people and uplift them and bring them in. Let's not look at them as uh, they are different than us. Or they are, we are better than them. 
they have this uh, saying of the flyover states. No, no, there's no flyover. We are all the United States. But I want them to help themselves too. They should hold their uh, their, their uh, politician accountable. Vote them out. They, they bring you jobs. Vote them out. These people are getting too comfortable. You have people that 25, 30 years in Washington. Listen, if you're making a career out of being in Washington, then you're not a politician, then you're not helping nobody else. Supposed to do you know one term, two term, and get on with your life, not stay forever. Anyway, uh, I hope that you have enjoyed this. Please support my uh, my podcast, and as I learn more how to talk uh, directly and how to uh, uh, organize my thoughts and how to project them. I'm working out of a small room in my home. I don't even have a microphone holder or things like that. I'm trying to get things together. I'm working by myself. I'm going to tell you a little bit about me. I am disabled. I had a stroke. So my whole right side doesn't work that good. I only work on my left side. That's why my, my voice doesn't have a trigger. It's always uh, fast. It doesn't, uh, it goes on like that. But anyway, I hope you're going to accept me for what I am and help me grow with you. I don't know what the show is going to be about or where is it going. I'm, tr- I'm still trying to feel uh, what I wanted to do with it. But I want to be, you know, I, I feel uh, I want to, be productive. I want to contribute. I want to be part of our society. You know, I had a stroke 15 years ago, and I've been in my house, like, isolated all this time. I go out once in a while. I'm not telling you not to feel sorry for me now here. You understand? But when I, I'm telling you the truth. I decided, you know, I've been listening to all these podcasts, this comedy. I love the comedian podcast. I said, hey, listen, I bought me some equipment. Let me try it. Maybe it's going to work. Maybe I'm going to find my niche on how to talk to people, on my fan, whatever it is. But I could promise you one thing. I will never sell you out. I will never do anything for monetization or for money like the idiots like Candace Owens and the Ben Shaparios and the Dave Rubin. Uh, Dave Rubin, you know Dave Rubin is? Dave Rubin is a man who used to be a liberal. He's married to another man. All of a sudden, he's a conservative. And you know what he said the other day? That secularism, secularism has destroyed the values of America. Listen, if it wasn't for secularism, you wouldn't have a man sleeping in your bed and is legally your husband. You should thank him for that. And how could you join uh, uh, the extreme conservatives who sees you as a sodomite? I don't understand these people, man. They will do anything for a dollar. They will sell themselves. Like Candace Owen will come out and say, well, George Floyd is a scumbag. And Ben Shapiro would go, because I don't understand what the hell he's saying. He sounds like a robot. The genius. Ben Shapiro is a sold out because he's part of the alt right, but ultra light. But he is part of them and they hate him. And what's so the worst thing is when you have a person contributing to a people who wants to hang him and he pretends it's not something else. No, 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 my friend. You are making them human by your, 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 your views. That's what you're doing. Anyway, this is uh, episode three. We divulge on a lot of stuff. Uh, we it wasn't organized or anything like that. But I just felt good. I wanted to talk. I wanted to let the, inside me how I feel. Let it out. It's sort of a, a bit of a therapy. But please, please follow this podcast. Help me out, please. I'm not looking for monetization. I just need followers. I want to feel like people are listening to me. And I need you guys to uh, 
to uh, give me some inputs. I haven't created an email. I'm going to create an email. I don't know if it's on the email or not. So you can send me uh, your point. What should I say? Oh, curse me out, whatever you want. Anyway, thank you. Have a good day. And God bless America. And God bless you. Bye-bye.